Welcome to the Food for Your Soul podcast, where we apply the Word of God to the hearts of men and women to stoke the fires of your delight in Christ. Here's your host, Dr. D. Richard Ferguson. Today's podcast is the Q&A that followed the message on James 2, 8, and 9. And there were four questions. Number one, in the message, you said that one of the symptoms of lack of repentance is reluctance to draw near to God. But what if my reluctance to draw near to him is out of respect for his holiness? Isn't that a good thing? Number two, could it be that some of the symptoms of unrepentance could last a lifetime? If I fail to adequately repent of a sin, could it be I'll never be able to have as much intimacy with God as I had before? Number three, why is it that sometimes when I'm sad about my sin, it puts me in a bad mood and I sin even more? And number four, you said there are two kinds of cleansings, when God cleanses you and when the Bible tells you to cleanse yourself. But what about Ephesians 5, where it calls husbands to wash their wives with the word? What kind of cleansing is that? Okay, so what if your reluctance to go before God is in the name of reverence? I, I'm revering God's holiness he can't be in the presence of sin, so I need to withdraw. Um, the, when we do that, what we're doing is we're saying, okay, well, when I do come before his presence, it's because I'm worthy. And that's not, that's not true, right? When, when I do come before his presence, why can I come before his presence? In my best day, why is it that I can come before God's presence? Only because I'm in Christ, right? Only because of the blood of Christ. And that blood is just as effective at any moment. Anytime I'm a child of God, I can come boldly to the throne. Now, after sin, I need to come like the repentant guy in Jesus' parable where he says two guys went up to pray. One guy says, oh, God, I thank you that I'm not like other men, and I fast and I pray and I give offering and all that. And uh, he, was un- he wasn't even just, he wasn't even saved. But then the other guy came, and he beat his chest, and he wouldn't even look up to heaven, and he said, have mercy on me, a sinner. That's the proper approach when I've sinned. If you want to show reverence for God, then you keep your head down on the, on the floor. You can, you, you know, you hit your chest, that kind of stuff. But still, what is he doing? He's coming before God. He's coming to God. If we don't come to God, what we're saying is, I'm the solution to this, God. Let me solve this. Then I'll come, I'll get this fixed and I'll come before you. And that's, that's blasphemous. So you always come to God. Yeah, so you, sometimes you see, you have one of these symptoms and you say, what's the cause of this? Oh, it's because of, and then you just point to another one of the symptoms. And that's, that's the cause. No, that's not the cause. That's just another symptom of the cause. So you've got to go down to the... Yeah, uh, you know, lack of repentance, I'll tell you, God did not design you to have any of these symptoms indefinitely. Right? This is supposed to be short-term. This is supposed to bring you to repentance. It's not supposed to be where, well, I sinned, so now year after year I lack joy. No, 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 no. God's made a provision. You deal with it, it's over. For me, that what that what that is is a lot of times that's that's the worldly sorrow. So I don't know if it's the same thing what you're thinking, but but for me, I'll sin and I'll be disappointed in myself with worldly sorrow. Puts me in a bad mood. Next thing you know, I'm I'm cross with my wife and I'm short with her with my family, whatever. And I'm and and why? Because because my repentance it's not true, godly repentance driving me to, to God where I'm confessing my sin. And I'm totally open. I'm still 
hiding it and I'm and, and I'm just now I'm just in a bad mood and so yeah that seems to me like a symptom of worldly sorrow sometimes okay so I'd mentioned the, the two kinds of washing when you wash yourself and then when God washes you and then the question is what about when Ephesians 5 tells husbands to wash your wife through the washing of the word or you um, cleanse your wife through the washing I, I would say that would be the kind where God does the washing so I, I don't think it's saying separate her from a particular sin necessarily but rather expose her to the word of God and the Holy Spirit will then have a cleansing effect on her heart the more she's exposed to the scriptures. Thank you for listening. If you found today's episode edifying, why not share it with a friend? This season of the Food for Your Soul podcast features excerpts from our sermon series on the book of James. 50 expository sermons covering every verse. You can find those and hundreds of other sermons for free download on drichardferguson.com. And if you like listening on your phone, get our free mobile app. Install the Church One app from the Play Store and select Food for Your Soul. Until next time, rejoice in the Lord always and set your mind on things above where Christ is seated at the right hand of God.